So how can you create players that will never give up in the face of adversity? Hey, this is Anders and welcome to How to Coach Youth Football. But first, if you go to AndersVideo.com, I'm going to show you the step-by-step -step process that I use to develop youth national team players consistently five years in a row. I'm going to show you a copy and paste and easy to use blueprint that you can apply to your own players if you go to AndersVideo.com. But now let's return to the episode. So the big question is how can we create players that will never give up in the face of adversity? We know that our players will run into obstacles, they will get injured, they will have all sorts of things happening in their lives. So how can we create young people that persist in the face of adversity and persevere? Well, let's start by asking our players two simple, easy questions, but that can get them to start to think about this concept. So question number one, write about a time when you exhibited grit by sticking with something difficult and what do you think led to that success? That's the first question you can ask your players. So if you don't know what grit is, grit is the ability to keep pursuing your long-term goal with passion. So if you want to become a professional football player, you won't give up um, right away, but you will be passionate about that long-term goal and you will persevere no matter what happens. So the first question uh, is, right about a time when you exhibited grit by sticking with something difficult and what do you think led to that success? Now, what's the point of asking a question like that? Well, the first point is to create awareness about one time in their life, maybe several times in, the, in their lives, they actually did something difficult and they maybe they thought about giving up, but they did not give up. They persevered and had success eventually. So by having them think about that, they can associate po positive emotions and good feelings to it. And then let's, let's contrast that to asking the second question. Write about a time that you weren't so gritty and gave up on something prematurely. And how did that make you feel? By contrasting these two situations, we can build up the value of being gritty because most likely they have given up on something prematurely in their life. Well, depending on how old your players are, maybe. And that doesn't really feel um, good. Maybe you, you can associate th this to your own life as well. Sometime in your life, you probably gave up on something a little bit too soon. You could have had success, but since you gave up, you never achieved the success that you could have had. And if you're anything like me, uh, that feels terrible because you want to be that kind of person who can have success by keeping at it, by persevering. So by asking these two simple questions, we can plant the seed of um, building up the value of, of grit. Now, we might have some limited thinking. I can't do this because I am this kind of person. So let's look at how you can challenge your limited thinking. And there are three very simple questions that we can use if you feel like um, you ha you're struggling with limited thinking and I know every every human being is struggling with this so the first question is what is the evidence that what I'm thinking is true 
The second question is, how is this thinking helpful? And the third one is, what would I say to a friend who was thinking this way? So let's put this into a case. Um, so if your player, so the coach substituted me at halftime. So you as a coach substituted a player. And how can that player respond to that? Well, they can respond by having irrational thoughts such as I'm not any good. I'm a terrible football player. That's why my coach substituted me at halftime. And of course, those kind of um, thoughts are negative. You don't want that kind of thoughts because they're, har they're harmful. So let's teach your player how to challenge uh, those irrational thoughts. I'm not any good with the, the three questions that I um, told you. What is the evidence? What is, how is this helpful? And what would I say? Uh, would I say this to a friend? So by asking what is the evidence that I'm not any good, you might understand that um, there's very little evidence that being substituted at halftime means that you're a terrible player and you will never become a good football player. And you can ask yourself, how is this helpful to tell yourself that you're not any good? Uh, probably not helpful at all. And would I say this to a friend that he's not any good because he substituted at halftime? Well, you're kind of a rude person if you say that to, to one of your friends. So, so the final stage now is to write down our irrational thoughts. How would we, because our irrational thoughts was, I'm not any good, I'm not going to become a football player because I was substituted at halftime. So now that we are uh, have challenged the, uh, that irrational thought with three, three questions, let's write down our irrational thoughts, which could be, although I didn't perform very well, I can get um, I can stand getting substituted, saying I'm not any good is not helpful, it just discourages me more. And this was uh, this just in, uh, a simple case from um, a player being substituted at halftime, but you can do this as a coach yourself, where, where, wherever in your life you have limiting beliefs. I'm not going to be a good coach, I'm a terrible father, I'm a, well, whatever limited things, <laughs> thinking that you have challenge those irrational thoughts with what is the evidence how is this helpful would i say this to a friend and from that challenge write down your rational thoughts because getting things into written text is um <laughs> therapeutic and helpful so you can have two different beliefs you can have the belief that you will be able to develop if you put in the effort or you can have the belief that um, it's not any use trying because you are, you are what you are. You're born with the talents and the gifts and the, um, and the, the abilities that you have. So if you have the belief that you can change, you will believe that your brain and abilities can grow with effort and you can understand that hard work can help you accomplish your goals. Um, by simply adding the word yet, I'm not able to do this yet but I can learn if I put in the effort versus a fixed um, or more like limiting thinking that you can't um, achieve something because you're not that kind of person. You believe that your brain and abilities are fixed, but I'm bad at this, so there's no point in trying. You might be um, saying these things to yourself in um, some areas of your life. I'm just an um, unorganized person. I'm not that smart. I'm not that talented. Um, well, I don't know what kind of thoughts um, might apply to your life, but we all have these kind of 
fixed thinking or limited thinking that we we can't be we can't achieve this because of something innate in yourself but so what if you run into barriers and you need to find that higher purpose for staying gritty so you can ask yourself why does my grit goal matter to me why does it why is it what why does it matter to become a professional football player or a good father or whatever that long-term goal is and what do i hope to accomplish for myself and others with my effort and why is this important how could my grit goal make a positive contribution to society or to something larger than myself and how would the world be a better place if i became grittier in this area so by having trying to think about that, that higher purpose um, that might be a source of motivation to actually uh, persevere and keep going so another really um, good strategy to apply is goal setting so what do you need to do on a day-to-day -day basis in order to achieve that long-term goal so the first thing we do is set a result or an outcome goal. So the big thing, you want to be a professional football player or maybe a professional football coach or a good father or whatever result that you want to be. And then break that result uh, goal into performance goals, which means what do you need to perform, <laughs> what do you need to accomplish in order to be or become that uh, or get that result. And that could be uh, if you want to be a professional football player, for instance, it could be to practice with a high training quality. Uh, it could be to practice with a high training quantity or any other kind of thing. Or if you're a good parent, it could be to spend this amount of time with your um, kids and talk to your kids in this and that way or whatever. And then t break that. So now we, ha we have a result goal and we have performance goals so now we need to break that into process goals so a process goal is really what what do you do on a day-to-day -day basis in order to to achieve those uh, results and performances that you want so uh, process goals are specific so and they're measurable so it's easy to see if you have achieved it or not and they're attainable and they're relevant and they're trackable so you can give yourself a way to track your progress so it could be if you want to become a professional football player it could be to um, sleep at least nine hours per night for instance that's easy to 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 measure if you have actually done it or not or it could be to uh, spend one hour practicing dribbling and crossing every other day or something like that also very easy to to see if you've um, achieved that goal so that's just some of the techniques that uh, we can apply in order to produce players that persevere and overcome obstacles so if you've gotten value from this episode please subscribe to this podcast and rate and review this episode and make sure to tune in for next week's episode, which is going to be all about training quality and the three different levels of training quality. I hope that you are not doing level one repetition training.